Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm, and that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott and Tommy Corbins. I'm like Pete Southtown, Zan Zan. I'm always speaking my mind, but I'm better off by my tongue. I'm a bad show at the wrong time. Still, I'm a legend of my own mind. I'm good for the song, but I'm not for Welcome to another episode of Two Ales and Hockey Tales with Wally. And today, I am so excited to have on an Ochtendreitzig-year-old, a 38-year-old from Biedingheim, Bissingen, Baden-Württemberg, Deutschland. <laughs> he played for Team Germany under 18s, under 19s, whatever that is, and the World Juniors. He's a Deutsche <laughs> Meister in the Zweite Bundesliga. And Fear and Fürzig is retired, which is 44, is retired for the Beatingheim Steelers in his hometown where he played pro before he hit puberty. Welcome to the podcast, Dirk Rovel. Hey, hey, what's up? Thanks for having me on the podcast, man. Oh, buddy, we tried to schedule this for like months and it just, it's, time change and everything, eh? It's unreal, man. Time change, big time. Well, like with kids and the actual time change between Germany and Canada, it sucks. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, especially if you have kids and a yeah. real job, not a hockey player anymore. It's different, man. Oh, it's so all, yeah, different. it is. And uh, six so hours is like for me to, I, I, there's so many German guys I want to have on that I just don't have, um, like the time change is just not possible, you know? Yeah. What is it? Six hours, you said? Yeah. So anyways, yeah. moving on, how I usually start, this is how we know each other. And there's a lot here. Oh when God, I yes. started in Beatingheim, you were the one that taught me how to sauna for real. For, how sauna? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's like a German thing here. Yeah, like we don't no, know how to sauna in Canada. No, Nobody no, knows how to sauna. Definitely not. The Canadians have no idea how to sauna. I remember it. Yeah, you're coming in with a, a towel. Okay, that's obvious. but. Uh, with a with a like your your uh, bath shorts on, how do you call it? Your bathing suit, yeah. Body hose, bathing suit, yeah. Everybody's like, "What is this guy doing there?" They almost yeah. they they kicked you out of the sauna. Well, I had no problem going in naked uh, once I knew that's what we were doing. But yeah, I remember going there, and it's, you you go to the gym, you work out, and then it's a co-ed sauna. Like yeah. there's boys and girls in there naked. And my story for today actually is. Because Lisa would go um, with uh, PJ Fenton's wife and they worked out. And then we got that new coach that didn't want me back. And the two girls are in there. They have the towels wrapped around them. But then our little redheaded coach. He was sitting in a sauna. No, he walked in. Buck. And he says, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what a douchey, man. Oh, Oh, so anyways, yeah, my... uh, the, the girls had to see what he was working with that day in the co-ed sauna. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, man, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah, I'm telling you that sauna is different in Germany, but actually it doesn't, like, it doesn't come from Germany. 
I think it's a big Europe thing, though, like Russia or Finland or something like that. Yeah, yeah but with the way you taught me how you go in 15, go out for 15 and like have the cold shower and then wrap yourself in the towels like, man, you'd leave there like a wet noodle. <laughs> the wet noodle. <laughs> I remember it like uh, first time you coming in there and um, I have some 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 nice stories. I was thinking about all week long what I can what I can uh, talk about here on the podcast. Oh. I have some nice things here. <laughs> there's a there's a lot we could talk oh, about. My, some, some some Wally stories here. Um, yeah, we, had, we had a great time in Biggie Cam. That's that's to the start all of, all the the podcast. We had a great time there. Yeah, we did. We had a great time in Beatingheim, um, especially oh, yeah. like the year we won it. Um, yeah. That was the next thing I had is when we were Deutsche Meisters. Um, yeah. That was my first year in Beatingheim. Um, and it was you winning at, in your hometown, eh? Yeah, that was big for me. Like I was, I was, um, yeah, from like growing up in that town and becoming a pro in my, in my hometown. That's big. That was big for me. Like, I know you have a different hockey system there in Canada. It's, like, almost almost impossible to do that in Canada. But for us in Germany, it's, like, huge, especially, if like, the, the team, like, BDKM is um, it's a, not, not an old hockey club. There's, like, almost no tradition in that, in that hockey club by the time I was playing. It's almost uh, 10 or, like, 12 years ago. But, um, yeah, it's like to grow up and, and cheer for the team as a, as a fan almost, and then like get up and make the, the, the pro team and winning the championship one day. That's, that's very special. That was, that was a cool thing for us, like for the whole team, but especially like, or for me, it was something, something huge. Yeah. I, I won like the highest I could do in my hometown, which was junior B, right? Like mm-hmm. you got to win a professional title. And I think it was the first one in baton exactly. for any sports yeah. team, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was the first, for the, like the first team. I don't know if this in Baden-Württemberg, but anyway, that was like huge, even like for, for the BDCAM city, because like normally we should go up to the, to the DL, right? And um, we didn't make it, but that's another story. But um, yeah, like the, the team was was like like they 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 tried to make it for like whatever fifteen years or something like that, and never made it. And um, we're the first ones who did it. And um, I think I think everybody was so pumped up after that, like that party after that. That was was unreal. <laughs> and that year, I like that year was unbelievable. Like I. I still was every time I talked to Hammer, you had it on. You had him on the podcast too. I remember that one. Like, remember when we were in England at the start of the year? Yeah, we went to Sheffield. Exactly, and um, yeah, like I was, I was first, like first day or something like that. We're we're coming to Sheffield. I think that was the first time we were, we hit ice, right? Like we're right from Beatingham coming there, and yeah, like, I think so. Maybe, we had, we had just been running and running yeah, and running exactly at four hundred meters, like whatever, like crazy, crazy chickens there. Yeah, and um, we're coming to Sheffield, and first day was over, and um, I was there in Beatingham for like whatever five years, something like that. And um, the coach was there too. He was a year too, like the the year before, he was there too, and I I was never expecting to play power play or something like never ever but the year before he had me on the first power play so this is the story i went to the to the elevator with the landsuit guys like hammer and smatsy and guy and we're standing in the in the in the elevator 
I didn't know the guys very, very good, but they're talking and they said, Hey, if this coach still does that shit, what he does like in the summer, blah, 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 he's bad and blah. And I said, yeah, that's true. I said, the only thing I said, yeah, you you guys are right. Next day, boom, fourth line. So he kicked me right to the fourth line. I was, we're, we're still laughing about it because I said, Hammer is a fucking idiot. You know, he, he was right away. He ran to the coach and tell him that I said that. You think it was Hammer? No way. No. I'm, I'm just joking. No, he, I know, but that like, did no. happen. I remember that happening to you because the year before I played in Lansuit, we played you in the playoffs and you were the first yeah. pair defenseman and you were the lefty. Yeah. So I was always up exactly. against you, like the whole series. Yeah. Uh, being a right yeah. winger and I dump it in in your corner and you'd be able to turn so fast and get the puck and just skate it out and I'd be so pissed off um but then the next year you literally like I signed there and then you literally like didn't play <laughs> no I was I was like fucking like whatever ninth demon or eight demon at the start of the and year they and called you up to the DL for a game and you you couldn't yeah. crack our lineup <laughs> Exactly, like they called me up to the DL. I was playing. That was like against Mannheim or whatever. With uh, we played against Mannheim. I was playing a lot, and they're like asking me to stay there. And coach was like, "No, no, 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 no. He should come back." It's like, "Hey, okay, thanks a lot." So, and then and then I came back, and he said, "Okay, you be forward now." So I was like a forward then, and the next year, like the year after the championship, I was playing like third line center or whatever. And in the playoffs, I played second line center. So. It's a disaster. Yeah, you. I remember that coach really turned on you, but we'll get into that. So the other thing, how we know each other was, yeah, you, uh, so I hurt my knee this, my second year. You play second, third line center. And um, then basically you're done hockey. And then you become like my not on the team buddy. Like you're the guy yeah. I hang out with that's not yeah. on the team where there's the team, but then I still hang out with you all the time, right? Yeah, we had a good time there, and um, like uh, that that was a pretty funny time for me too because I was I was done with hockey, and I, you know I I, I started a, a different career, I uh, get a real job after it, and for me it was it was very good to still hang out with the boys. Yeah, for sure. And um, um, you lived right in the neighborhood too. Exactly, and I think the team changed changed a lot by that year, right? Mm. So after that second year, um, a lot of people like. Justin went away and everybody was like, gone, man. And, and then I realistically, I didn't, uh, the guys on the team, I didn't have as much in common with, and I didn't have yeah. the friends on the team. Like I used to, when we were good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there was like whatever 70% of the team left and, um, yeah, it was a lot of new guys. So I didn't know much about of, like of the people, but just like you and hammer were there and um, a couple of like, guy was there. No, I, I'm not no, sure. I don't, I, he went back to Landsuit, I think that but, time, but, but, but you and hammer, you and hammer, we had a, we had a good time. So yeah, we, we did. We had a good time. We ate some Schweine Schweinebraten. We went for lunches. Yeah, a lot of oh Schweinebraten. Schweinebraten. Yeah. <laughs> the pig the belly. Beer sauce on top of it. Beer sauce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, every Wednesday at Hammer Times. Oh my God. Oh man. I don't know why I was out of shape. I don't know why I got out of shape that year. I have no idea. I I can't figure it out. Um, So the other reason we know each other though, speaking of hammer episode seven, I think folks is uh, that's when we were just starting this pod um, is yourself. And I, when I had hernia surgery, my last year in Beatingheim, I had played my last game for them. Season wasn't over, but I'd had surgery. So we went to Dresden to go visit hammer. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember it. We did a road trip, the two of us. 
Oh, I forget about that. That was not on my on my plan to talk about tonight. Yeah, you're right, Drayston. That was that was funny time too, man. We drove up there. I picked you up, and I think after like whatever 25 minutes, we stopped. You said you need you need lunch. You need McDonald's big time. We stopped right away, McDonald's. Yeah, we had we had we had a fun time there. I was I think Hammer played by that time, right? In, in, yeah, in- no, the, I think that, I don't think we watched them play a game. I think no. it was just a couple off days, and we we got together and watched some soccer with their guys on the Dresden team, right? Yeah, yeah, that was funny. That yeah, was that was a good weekend, but um, that's how I got to know German so well. So I guess we probably should try and mix in a little German today, eh? Because I know Hammer said I should try and do a full one in German, but there's no way I can do that. But you can, you you could do it. Well, that eight years ago, maybe. Yeah, you could say Baden-Württemberg. <laughs> um, and the other, we'll get into this later too, but the other reason we know each other is I was part of your Jersey retirement, Manshaft, oh, yes. which is yes. team. Yes, that was, that was a funny game. That, that was, was a funny game. I think, I, think, I, think, I think you played there. Danny was coach, right? Yeah, Danny held. Yeah, yeah. rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Danny. And um, he he was coaching. That was that was fun. We had we had uh, that 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 game. I, I invite a couple of uh, old players that play with me, and then we had we had the party after it. Where that was, was the party? What that was big? That there was not a. I think I think was was it a swinger club? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah definitely. Oh my god, that was. I that had was... never seen one of those before, and no, when we went in no. there, and the team hosts the party for your retirement yeah, jersey. Yeah, they, there, they they <laughs> they rent that that room, and um, that was actually pretty funny though. Like that party was was good. There were a lot of people there. No, it was a great party, and uh, oh yeah, I just god. I hadn't been in a, an establishment like that before. There were some weird. Uh, Wall, walls was, and rooms and oh stuff God. in that I, place. I was walking in there and I was scared, but that, that was that was actually uh yeah. But that's a night you'll fun. never forget, eh? Having your jersey oh, retired oh, by oh. your hometown. That's a, that's a, that's a special thing, especially like um if I'm like I'm not that often in BD Cam anymore, but um if I go and I, I visit the rink, then uh, to see your uh, your jersey up there, it's uh, pretty special. I would Seriously, I would think so. Pretty, pretty cool. I think pretty it's pretty cool. cool. I've had two guys on my podcast that have had their jersey retired. Dirk, number 44, and Big yeah. Sexy, JK27, episode yeah, nine, Justin Kelly. Yeah. You've been you've been there at his retirement game? No, right? I was invited, but um, oh, okay. I, 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 yeah, yeah. I couldn't come because I didn't have enough holidays and I had to go to a Wally night in Cardiff. So I, I couldn't do both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. But that would have been fun, man. That I saw all the pictures and he deserves it, man. That guy was oh, yeah. the mayor, eh? Yeah. And Justin the next was... next one will be Renee Schoofs, right? Yeah, a thousand games, man. And, and, and uh, what is that, fifth championship? Five championships, and he's played a thousand games for the same team. And you only play like less than fifty games a year. Like if you add that up, that's yeah. a lot of game, a yeah. lot of seasons. That's that's a lot of lot of stuff. Yeah, but um, hopefully you're there when he's yeah. inviting us to the game. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I I just good. got in contact with him again, and I got to be part of his tribute video that Who? they played with Renee. Oh, Renee. Okay. Who are you talking? To talk? I, I'm talking to him sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I saw they got some kids now and everything's been a long time since I've seen them. Cause when you, when you leave a town, I spent four years in Beatingheim and it did feel like family or like yeah. uh, home with you there. Like you helped with that. Cause you were from there. And even when you weren't on the hockey team, it was still someone I knew in town. And then I got to know a whole bunch of people around town. Lisa did too. And it felt like home and then you don't sign there and then you just never go back. Right. I know. Yeah. And then the people are gone. Right. So in Deutschland, we say, aus den Augen, aus dem Sinn. You, you grow um, up somewhere and then leave? What? Yeah, yeah. No, what no, no, not grow up somewhere. It, it means like um, you go and you're best buddies with some people. And, you know, before you go or like when you're together, you say, hey, if we leave or if you go next year to this team, we still keep in touch. Yeah. And then you're gone and you never heard of this guy anymore, you know? Oh, that's definitely how it goes. That's, yeah. Until you start a podcast, right? Um, exactly. that was, so that is what you said that you don't get back there very often. So then the question is where and what are you doing now? Okay. Now I'm um, close to or in South Germany still. It's like whatever, two hours away from my, from, from Beatingham, um, close to the Bodensee. Oh yeah. Like um, by Ravensburg? Yeah. It's like 20 minutes away from, from Ravensburg. And um, the Bodensee yeah. is really nice, eh? Nice area. Seriously, I'm, I'm like so many, so many times I was thinking about going back to Beatingham one day, but no way. It's like <laughs> so, it's so nice, man. It's like you have the mountains right away. You have the Bodensee around the corner. And, and if uh, I'm not wrong, is not the Bodensee like yeah. Germany in one spot, Austria, Switzerland, yeah. like they all kind of combine yeah. on the same yeah, yeah, sea, yeah, right? Yeah. France, France, Austria, Switzerland, and Germany. Okay. And Italy is very close too, so it's 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 very nice, yeah. Yeah, at least and I awesome. went there for a vacation once, and Beckham was going yeah. swimming there, and yeah, yeah, I remember it. Biggest lake here in the area, yeah. It's awesome. It's and you're a nice teacher lake. now, right? I'm, I'm teaching, teaching. Uh, it's called like in the whatever. How do you say middle school? Like in the, like, like grade five to to ten. So it's like whatever. How old what are they? what subject? Yeah. 11 to, 20, uh, to to 17 um, maths sports and biology okay you got a bit of everything eh mm -hmm. yeah but it's nice it's very good i'm i'm very happy by the time i, I have to quit i was 20 26 so by that time i was pretty mad about quitting hockey but um in the end of the day i'm i'm very happy that i get that exit and find a, find a good job. That is, uh, I guess you did have you, the reason folks that he retires at 26, but he does have his Jersey retired, even though he was done at 26, that's how important he was to the town of Beatingheim <laughs> seriously. But, um, is, uh, the, the injury you did have, cause I remember you couldn't even move a couple of your fingers, right? Yeah. Still, still, still problems with my fingers. Like I broke my, my, um, my, uh, bone in my arm i don't know how you call it like between elbow and the shoulder oh okay um, like, I, tricep, but did you overextend your arm right? yeah i was like i was like whatever um i'm battling on the ice and both guys fell down and me and him try to get up and behind us the next battle starts and the guy like fell in my arm overextended and the bone was like done and yeah it was not like a, a normal like a uh, bone break. break yeah it was like whatever turning and exploding and whatever so that was that was bad injury yeah like, I, I, and you're still old. dealing with that eh 
I, yeah, I still deal with it, but, um, or I still have problems. Like my finger is still, still bad, but, um, yeah, like at the end of the year, I was like, only painkillers can help me to play hockey. I was the same with my knee for like eight years. And now I got, I, I, when I got back, I said, I'm not taking any more. Yeah, that was, that was, that was the reason with me too. So some, someday like whatever, if you, another injury, like, uh, and you don't feel anything, it's, that's, that's pretty bad, especially if you have some, some serious stuff. So yeah, that was, that was a bad thing, that injury. Um, but, uh, I'm lucky enough to, to, to have another after that injury, five or six years hockey. And, um, yeah, that's and big, thank, God, yeah. Like, thank God at the end of the day, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm happy that I was 26 and, uh, could, could do something else, you know, like very easy. Yeah. Was, instead of being like 35, 40, like yeah. some guys that we're friends with now that are getting out of the yeah. game. And like, yeah. <clears throat> there's a lot of guys that like, they really don't think about it until it's yeah. too late. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a big, big problem of hockey. I think in my opinion, what's that, it like um, for Germans because Canadians, you know, we, there's the NCAA route. You can get university. The OHL can pay for some school, but like, how does it work in Germany? Cause you guys are playing pro when you're like, like you didn't even have hair on your balls and you were playing pro probably. <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah. It's like you play in Germany, you play but like how is it now I, i'm not very into it but um by the by the day when i was playing i was like playing for the junior team and uh, the junior team in bd camp they just they just play yeah whatever teams around the corner i say let's whatever 30 minute trips to some bad teams we you, you win the game 16-1 or something like that uh, or lose 24-1 some some stupid shit and um it's not very good competition there and um yeah like i was starting practicing with a pro team when i was 15 with the pros and uh i remember i had my first game by the i don't know if you're you know dusseldorf right yeah where justin played i went and visited him there exactly yeah. so i remember they played like almost the whole history they played in the first league in germany but um when i was 15 or 16 years old they had to go down one year to the second league and um, by that year, I was like working out and practicing with a pro team. And uh, Biedingham went to the playoffs against Dusseldorf in the second league. Yeah. And um, the coach, the time in Biedingham, told me, hey, you're practicing with us the whole year. So um, you want to go to Dusseldorf, you want to play in Dusseldorf. And um, I was like, like 16 years old, I had no idea. How he, how he mean it or if it's a joke or not. And he brought me to Dusseldorf and I was playing um, like in the whatever second or third period uh, I was playing there. And like Dusseldorf, it's a, like an old barn by that time. It's a traditional. Not, not the new, not the new one they have now. No, no, no. The old barn, like it's right downtown, um, right in the middle of the city. Like it's, it's unbelievable there. Yeah. And um, he was putting me in. I was 16 years old. And by the time, like you're 16 years old, then next year you get a contract. And uh, yeah, I remember I was in school in the in the 11th grade, and um, doing my my uh, my my final education, and uh, I had to go to practice every morning. Like I went to school. Do you keep seven. hitting something with your hand? Are you hitting the desk? I hit the desk. You're getting handsy on me. Stop it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was, I was, uh, I was, um, yeah, 
like keep your hands school. to yourself <laughs> i was in school and um then uh I'd go to practice all the time like that but this is so you'd working. go to school during the day and then the pro team would be at night like what if the pro team practice no no, during- no 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 i was i was i was in school from whatever i said seven o'clock in the morning till whatever nine thirty or something like that and the pro team uh, practice i went from pra- uh, from school to practice quit school and then i go back to school every every day and they're okay and they're okay with it because you're doing it yeah, and they, they told me it's your own problem. If you make it, then you make it. If you don't make it, then it's your own your own problem. Um, this is what works in Germany. Well, I'm pretty sure when I went to Landsuit, they told me something about if you, it, you there were some exemptions if you're a sportsman, but you, are you not supposed to put in three months with like the army or whatever, like the military and during school? Isn't that part of school? No, no, it's not part of school. It's uh, if you're if you're hitting 18. And um, if you're done with with uh, school, back in the day, today it's different. Um, then you you uh, go to the army, or you do uh, you have the option. You go to the army, or you go to um, it's called uh, it's called um, what do you call it? Whatever it doesn't um, matter. I, yeah, you, okay. you drive around like whatever um, the the Krankenwagens, the ambulance, or something like that, and help uh, like handicap people. Um, stuff like that. Okay. And, okay. uh, that. That was, you have the option. Yeah. I was there too, for like whatever, two weeks. Then they, I, I, I was lucky. I, they, 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 the army told me to come, like I had to come to the army in June. And, um, I was playing for Biedekheim and, but they didn't want to send me back. So, um, the, the, the army told me to come. So I was there for two weeks and then I signed in Bremerhaven. And um, the manager of Bremerhaven was one of the highest guys in the army in Germany. So he made whatever one phone phone call. And, um, and the, guy came, the guy came up to me and said, hey, get out. You <laughs> Were you there ahead. for two weeks first? I was there. I had to be there for two weeks because I signed after two weeks. I didn't have a contract when I went to the army. And then but... it's not up to you. You have to join the army. Yeah, like you have to go. Yeah, that was that was back then. I, today it's different you can say you don't want to go but by that time you had to go you had the option to go to that's the what i remember i remember them saying that and i was like wow that's yeah. that's different yeah. than uh yeah that was whatever 25 years ago yeah no i and i yeah i guess I, it was a long time ago that i started playing there i guess it was 2007 so <laughs> right so that's a long time ago a long time ago man <laughs> Yeah, yeah yeah so um anyways i guess it can sprechen ein bisschen deutsch aber ich nicht arbeiten bei mein deutsch für acht oder nine jahr oder yeah but this is aber gut uh, nicht sehr gut though ich verstehe aber mein sprechen ist nicht so gut yeah but verstehst du verstehst du alles doch nicht alles aber yeah ein bisschen okay ein bisschen yeah genau ja, du sprichst immer noch gut deutsch how, how long have you been in Germany for? Six, six years. Yeah, that's very good. Wow. It's been a long time, though. Like, once I left, I literally haven't used it other than, like, one wedding. Or uh, I told the Germans that were there, like, I didn't know English, so I could practice. Yeah, but you, but... you did a lot. You know what? What uh, You did a lot with German guys. I did, yeah. You know, normally for, for most of the Canadians, um, don't understand me wrong, Canadians, but um, most of the time you have a couple of other Canadians in your team and families there. So the most of the, of the, of the imports that they hang around with, with the families 
and uh, they're they don't have to they don't have to speak German in Germany, you know. No, no, and especially in the especially in the DEL, right? Because then yeah. there's ten or eleven of them. Everybody, but... everybody, almost everybody understands you in Germany if you're if you order something in English or, yeah. No, I know, but then I'll never forget the day I went into McDonald's, and I, they, I got the French fries, and I'm like, "Can I get some mayo?" The girl's some like, mayo. "What's mayo? What's mayo?" And I'm like, "Mayo." And she goes, "What's mayo?" And I'm like, "Mayo." Oh, Mayo! I was like, oh, "Okay, you can put that together for me." And by the way, Thresher Belgian Whit Beer from my sponsor, the Bayfield Brewing Company. Which is for it was the first time I've explained the Thresher Dirk. It is our Belgian whip beer, delights with hints of orange and coriander. Our thank you to the machine that threshes wheat and not needing to spend hours removing seed kernels by hand. And it's a Belgian whip beer, 4.8%. Dirk, there you go. 4.8. Yeah, that's right. Okay, now. Um, what was is or i guess you don't go back to beatingheim is my favorite restaurant still there rossnecht downtown rossnecht yeah it's still there oh what a place that was hey eh? that was a little their own little there. brewery like, too never, never, like i think last time i've been there was with you really yeah yeah probably it's, last time i was there was with you probably last a, time i was at colombo yeah. for tomato soup too tomato soup at colombo's yeah, I remember all the meals in Beatingheim. I why do I always remember the food? What's wrong with me? I don't know. I, I yeah. What kind of food do you eat now? The same does Lisa does Schweinebraten sometimes for you? Well, now I'm got into the cooking now. Oh my god. Yeah. I, yeah. I once it was mainly when I got to Denmark when I left Germany. I missed the food so much, and their food was pretty bland. Um, mm-hmm. I got into like figuring out how to cook all the food i like so now i i could make most things i would say <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i i like cooking a lot now but uh, no i like i still like doner kebabs and now i just make them here but there's no doner kebab in canada right yeah wow there's yeah, not there's not many problem. of the stores like not yeah. many there's no meat ro- rotating on a stick in town here no no, but in the big cities, they got that now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But not, not in your... No, not here. I got to do how it big, myself. How big is that? How big is that? Oh, we're pretty small here, but I don't want to guess because I could be way off and then the locals might... No, I, okay. I, th- I would say we're about 10,000, I give okay. or take. I'm not sure, though. But but um, not as big as beating him, though. No, no, we're and it's rural too. It's all uh, farming too. But it, but you know what, Beatingheim is very similar. Like it had a small town feel. It's just you guys pack people into smaller places, right? More than Canada. Yeah, probably. Probably. yeah, more apartment buildings. But like it's still, you know, you guys had all the wine, the vineyards around, right? Yeah. Um. Okay. So moving on, you started playing pro when you were 16 in the finals. That's where we were at. Not in the finals, in the playoffs. In the that playoffs. And, and you actually got ice time and stuff at that age. I did, yeah. Um, so then that is that when you make um, like under 17 and under 18, or did they have tryouts? Did you have to go try out for those teams or did they just pick you? For the national team? Yeah. Yeah, they had some some tryouts. Yeah, they had some 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 camps before. And um, for the first one, under 16, they had some some camps. And um from that, if you're on the under 16 team and you play for a pro team, then they 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 uh, see you play in some season games, and that's how they invite you to 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 more to more national team stuff. So then, 
how about this? The first time you made the team, you made it three years in a row. It looked like on elite prospects. So where's the, where are the tournaments? You go anywhere cool? Um, tournaments, uh, actually under, under 16, under 17, under 18. And world juniors you're on. Yeah, What's but world, up? Junior, world juniors was under 20. That was, that was like, we, we went, I remember under, under 18, we went once to, to Detroit. We had, we had a tournament where we played the U S and Detroit. And, um, but I, I, I don't, I don't think that the, okay. The U S they have an under 17 project, right? Yeah. But Canada does not, right? Yeah, they have they under they have under seventeen, but it's not Canada. They're like broken up into like the province or whatever it used to okay, be like that. So, so they have the first real national team for the World Juniors. Oh, yeah, the eighteen and under they do have it, but it's it. But they're still like kids playing major junior or something. I'm not sure how it works, but yeah, like the first one where it's really the best of the best is the World Juniors. I think. Okay. So we 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 went to Detroit playing against the U.S. team. And um, we're yeah the best from Germany uh, playing against some some US team and we didn't have a sniff so we 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 that was a cool trip to Detroit and um, unless we're just hanging around Europe Finland and uh, Russia and uh, Switzerland and uh, Italy and all that stuff Sweden yeah I guess it's not even that big of a deal to you guys because you're already growing up in Germany but for like us Canadians to get to go over to Europe it's so cool right probably yeah. So for us, for us, it was cool because like we, we had some trips and um, to, to different to different countries in one year. Usually you don't get to, to Sweden, Finland and uh, Russia by one, or like in one year. That was that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. So um... yeah, but the, the, the biggest thing, like I, I remember we, we played under 18 World Championship. Yeah. And, uh, we beat by that time. I remember it. We beat. Um, the U.S. In a, you did, eh? In the in the world 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 junior or not in the world juniors, in the world under eighteen, 18 and under, yeah. We beat the U.S. We beat Sweden, and we beat the Czech Republic, and like we're we're fifth. We went to the quarterfinals against Russia. We lost against Russia, and um, or against Switzerland or any any anyway. And uh, we went. We were fi- uh, finished fifth in the standings. That was huge. Yeah, for and sure. Two years, two years later, we went to the World Juniors to Canada. Uh, that was in Halifax. And we lost all, you know, there's almost all, like in Europe, they have those junior programs and the, the, the guys you play against, they're almost the same, like whatever. That's like 75% are the same guys they played in under 18 too. And uh, we had no chance, man, there in those two years. So you went, to, you went to Halifax and played like in the top tier of the World Juniors. So did you play Canada? Yeah, we did. Well, how'd you, how was that? We did. Yeah. That was, that was, that was unreal, man. We, we had the, you got to remember know. all this stuff nowadays, don't you? I do. I do. I do. I like, um, I remember it like, uh, we played in Halifax. There are a lot of people in there. I, I think it was sold out in there who played for Canada. I think Canada doesn't have any big star in that, in that team. Oh, okay. Mark Henry Fleury played in that. And, um, this would I be think- the 83s. Yeah, exactly. my age. You're yeah. saying there's nobody from Canada in the '83s. Jeez, that hurts, man. <laughs> no, like not. not like, I'm kidding. You really, really, really big, big I know. Man. I'm kidding. I know. Who's there, man? Like I remember for for Russia, Ovechkin played for Russia. Did you play time. against Ovechkin? 
Uh, no, we didn't play Russia. Oh, that's too bad. I saw, I did see he was that age. Like I saw he was in those tournaments you were in. So yeah. you didn't play against him, eh? But I don't play against him. He probably would have killed you. was there. I remember it. But not in the under 20. He was in the NHL already, but in the under 18. Oh, that's cool. Um, well, that would be, that's cool that you got to represent your country. Like yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you got to do it a lot of times. Like that's, that's a big deal. Yeah. Eh? yeah. That was, that was, that was huge to represent the country and uh, especially in those tournaments. Um, but it's uh, always, always hard or for us, it was always hard or um, to, to know that, uh, yeah, you go there and your only, your only goal is not to go down to the second division not get and, relegated um, yeah yeah and um if if you made it like like in the under 18 that was huge for us that was the, the like you think you're god and two years later you play the same guys and um you 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 think you did a good good workout in the summertime but some other guys did did like thousand percent more than you and uh there's so many <laughs> so much so much better and faster and you, that, that was unbelievable yeah, it was, no. it was a cool thing. I remember it like I, in Halifax, we stayed in the cell hotel room as Canada, as National Team Canada. And as the world juniors are right now, if you follow it, like TSN is almost everywhere where Canada is or the Canadian team is. And we stayed in the same hotel. So every every morning we we came out um, to get to the bus or to walk to the to the, to the hockey rink in Halifax. Um, there are like, ca- uh, like cameras all over the place. And we're like, man, we're like <laughs> rock of- stars. <laughs> yeah, that was like the Canadians. I think they're not they, they, they couldn't even walk to the rink. You know what I mean? They they had to drive the bus because the people there's just, fans and oh, oh my god. And we just run around with our German national team jogging Anzug, you know, training Anzug. Yeah. And cares that you no way. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, that's cool. You got to do that. Um, I did see though, that I thought this was a fun fact is the year you play in the world juniors <laughs> is the same year you're playing your fourth year pro. <laughs> is it, was it? <laughs> yeah. Your fourth year pro you're in the world juniors. <laughs> that's unbelievable. A eh? little bit different, Fantastic. a little different yeah. program. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so moving on though is that my is my question so you play for the world juniors you're playing pro in your hometown but then you said they didn't want you and you joined the army because how do you not resign with beatingheim were you were you holding out were you trying to get too much money you didn't want to share the wealth oh, or no, how do no, you end no. up in bremerhofen <laughs> in the third league in the oberliga and the army <laughs> and the army actually actually it was like um we the, the coach which is in BDCAM right now um was the coach by that time too and um what's the name here uh can i say it i don't i don't care yeah then denny note or denny denny yeah. no beat it yeah. since i left beating nobody from that team yeah, organization like, I, I said anything to me about anything I, except justin inviting me back i don't i don't care so um he was he was coaching the team and um, I was I was asking him after the year before um, if he needs me back because or like what what kind of demon I am in his in his in his in his Plans. mindset yeah and um, he was like yeah probably number six or number seven so I was like okay if I if I if I still want to want to be in that um, 
German national team program, I need to, I need to play, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want to go to the, I was, I was talking to, I, by that time to a DL team to Freiburg and they, they said, um, probably they, they want me, but you know, I, I knew I, I, I need to play. If you yeah. don't play, if you sit in the stands and you say, well, I played DL for two years, how many games you played? Uh, probably one. Um, yeah. Then, and then you're supposed to get better in practice and like, exactly. it's but not, it's think, not the same as playing games. No, no, I think, I think playing games is the only way you can get better. And uh, so, so my decision was then, um, okay, I go to, I go to Bremerhaven. Um, they played in the Oberliga. So I came from the world juniors to the third league. And, um, but those two years um, or like one and a half years, the second year I hurt my arm um, are like, were good for myself because I was uh, in the first team pair and I played a lot. And, was um, your partner Rich Brunella? Exactly. Rich, Richie Brunella was my partner there. He, he played with me in Landsuit. Um, I know. Yeah, he was he was my buddy in Landsuit. Um, I think I, in, my, in my opinion, one of the one of the best demon I played with, like on, on my side, because he was, I think he was just so smooth and easy. All oh the time. yeah, he was a great demon. Yeah, he, 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 he never he and, never looked like any the no. play was moving too fast for him. He was always cool, calm, and collected. Yeah, he, I think he he never he never he never looked like um, he's like. Uh, He's lo- like losing it, you know, on the ice. Yeah, like or panic no, or Yeah, nothing. He's he always just, in control. So easy, almost like every time. And um, yeah, we had a great time, Bremerhaven, and that too. Um, so you went there um, and played in that old barn. Eh? That must have been interesting. And then you got into the travel. So been, I guess you're you in been, the. Have you, hey, have you been there in that old barn? That's where I played. Yeah, I only played in the new. I played the new one too for a couple of years, but I played in the old one a couple seasons. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I have to tell you how it looked uh, when I played there. First year, it was like there was no plexiglass, like no glass around. It was just mash. There was none. Nothing. There was just like that mash, you know, like that. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you shoot the puck in and it bounces back some like it was it was it so was is that back. in play or is every time it gets over the board no, no, no. it's, the it's whistle. in play as, as long as uh, the puck bounces back and it's not like whatever 10 meters over the ice then it's just like just you keep, keep playing. playing keep playing <laughs> so many spectators get hit with a puck in the face because you know, so and the travel the travel was awful like um you get you get used to it, especially if you're whatever eighteen or nineteen years old. Then you don't care, you know. You you just you just sit in the bus. But I remember, I remember um, that was a funny story. We had uh, my coach was um, Drysidle. You know, his son is playing for Edmonton right now. The dad was your coach. Dad was my coach. Yeah, and that 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 that, that kid like Leon played or like he was on the ice with us all the time. Uh, as a as a kid, that was pretty funny. In Bremerhaven. And, um, yeah, yeah. So, like after after practice, he he went on the ice and like stick handling around. He was like whatever eight or nine years old. But um, I remember one time we we played uh, playoffs in Garmisch. So Friday night we played in Garmisch. Uh, we start Friday morning at whatever two o'clock in the morning. So so we drove down. It's like whatever, thousand kilometers. So we played the game, won the game, and went back. 
And on our way back after so you probably drove from 2 a.m. till the 6 p.m. You would have got there, played the game at 8 p.m. on the Friday night, right? For sure, for sure, 100 every week. So, yeah. but so we went back. Bus broke down after whatever 30 minutes, and our coach told us to go to the to 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 a bar or to a discotheque right around the corner. We had or like the whole team was in the bar and the dis. I think it was a discotheque till like four in the morning. And uh, by the by uh, that time the bus was was good, so we drove back at four in the morning. Everybody hammered. Um, go back. We went. Uh, we came back to Bremerhaven like whatever, four or five p.m. in the afternoon Saturday, and um, went on the ice. And the next day we played right away against Munich again because or Garmisch again because they they went up. It was that was unbelievable. <laughs> no rest, nothing. Just hang out in the bus. <laughs> yeah, Bremerhaven is right at the top of Germany, folks. For this global podcast, and they play the the teams all over the country, and everybody's got to drive all the way up there to play them. But they got to go everywhere to play, right? Every every week, every week we had to go. But that's every that's week. when they're in the but third league. league. Now they're in the first league. That, that's yeah, but this is the the only team team I remember. You you went in the bus. Normally you get lunch um, after a game, right? Yeah. After a game you get get some some, some whatever food, pizza yeah. on the bus or some food. But that was the only team where you get three meals. You get <laughs> breakfast. You get you get you get lunch and you get you get uh, after the game. After the game. <laughs> Every trip. And then you get back home and that's the like the morning and. You start the next day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember those days. Great time. <laughs> Great time. Great time. Um, okay. So then um, I understand now. So then the second year, so you're playing with Richard Brunello both years. And then, so you guys go, you're in the third league the first year with the mesh. And then you go up to the second league somehow. But I don't think you won it because you didn't make any, make, play many playoff games. Yeah, we did. We did. We won a championship in Munich. You said you only played six games in the playoffs. Yeah, that was because uh, it was like um, how was we had no quarterfinals. We went right away to the semifinals, best of five, and then to the championship, best of five. Oh, best of fives. Yeah, Germany. I forgot about the best of yeah. fives. Um, yeah. So you guys won it all, and then you go up to the second league. So they love exactly. you, Bremerhaven. Exactly. And then, and then we won a championship in Bremerhaven, and um, then we went up to the second league. And uh, by December, like between Christmas and New Year's, I hurt my arm. So the doctors told me after the surgery that I'm done with hockey. There's no way I could have come back. And um, how yeah, old are you? 21, 20? I was 20, 20, 20. And they said, you're done with hockey. He said, there's no way you're coming back. He said, he said, um, yeah, that was, that was because I still have like whatever, 15 screws in my arm still 50 and like two metal plates. They, because like my arm was that big. I remember it was, was terrible. I couldn't move, like move anything. My arm, my fingers, nothing. And they told me you're done with hockey. Sounds like um, you, yeah. Sounds like you should be. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, the team in Bremerhaven told me, uh, if like they give me a tryout contract, if I make it, then I make it. If don't, if I don't, because I was I was injured in uh, at the end of uh, December, 
Yeah. So I got actually whatever six, uh, like seven, eight, nine months time till the next season starts. So they they said they they should uh, or they want to give me a tryout contract, and then my old teammate in Beatingham called me. He was coached by the by the time in Beatingham, and he said he uh, give me a, a right away a two year deal, and um, I was taking that because I'm. And who was the coach then? Uh, Uli Liebsch. Uh, where no, you know, no I, would, I don't know him so so then he he yeah so the guy that didn't want you back that coach is gone so then yeah. they bring you back finally which they should you should have been there um that's you, yeah your hometown kid and you've played there your whole life you play in the world juniors you play for team germany for four years and they don't want you back that doesn't make much sense to me but you go to bremerhof and you do well you go up to the second league um and then you get back to beatingheim so then I did see because my research team's hot here. Is your brother is one of the goalies? Yeah, exactly. You did your homework, man. Pretty good, eh? Unreal. Hey, episode. Uh, this is episode. This is episode dry and foom sick, Dirk. Yeah, I saw. I saw it. I was scared of the poster. Um, no, I wish. Uh, no, like my brother was on the team. That was pretty cool for me or, or for us too. That um, yeah, you and your brother could play on the same team. Um, yeah, they, he was there for like, let me see, let me think about two years with me in Beatingham. And um, yeah, then he was gone too. He went to another team after that. But that was, that was a cool experience to have your brother and team, especially if you both like, if it's like both home team. Yeah, yeah, playing pro nice. for your home team, both that brothers. Was, that that, cool, yeah. Now, I guess the Shofs did that too, eh? With the, yeah. with me, yeah. I exactly. yeah. The Shofs, the Shufis, the Shufis, but the Shufis, you know, the, the Shufis, It's uh, I, I can say that probably it's off the record, but um, the Shufis, like they they start playing a hockey career somewhere else. Oh, they, is that they, right? They came. And they to still Beating call him Mister Beatingheim. Oh, dear. yeah. They came. To Beat <laughs> they came to Beatingheim when they were whatever, like whatever, fourteen years old or twelve years old or something like that. Oh dear. Oh no. They didn't. They didn't grow where they, they were born and raised eh? oh dear okay well either <laughs> that's okay renee we still think you might get your jersey retired you know because i think you might have another two thousand games and yeah the way you take care of your body probably yeah probably. um so moving on is uh where are we so then you're back in beatingheim you guys probably aren't that good because i've never heard of that coach before so um we're right? very good man we yeah. had we had a very good team but in that in that year, when I came back, we we should we like the goal was to win a championship, seriously, and um, we we uh, went to the playoffs against Schweiningen, and uh, in the quarterfinals we we're up three nothing, and lost the series four three. So that was pretty hard, and that was then. Uh, that's uh, what, that's when the fans go crazy, and then all exactly. of a sudden they're firing people, and oh. and then the year the year later it's goes down. Yeah, because you guys did have a good thing. You just got unlucky, and maybe you learn from that. And the next year's better. But in yeah. uh, in Deutschland, they can sure. Uh, it's the same with the players and the coach. If you you lose a few games, there ain't much forgiveness, is there? Yeah, that's how it is. Like, um, yeah, they're 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 pretty hard on you if you lose. And they're pretty good on you if you win. So yeah, and that's why I think when the the budget went down in Beatingheim, I should have caught out. Like I shouldn't have stayed because I knew we were going to lose. And then the fans just they don't like anybody as much because the team's not good. But you knew they weren't going to be good when you signed up for the year. Like I knew I was signing up to have a team that wasn't that good. Yeah, 
like this is how it is and and the year later i remember we're we're um we we had actually not a bad team but um like the whole thing was like uh yeah went down the hill uh coach was fired by the middle of the year and then Danny health came and um whatever three or four games later um coma came as a coach oh yeah yeah he was he was coaching. he was the one that gave me the name kugelblitz I know, yeah. Of round lightning, folks, if was, you don't know. He was, he was actually very good to me, Mr. Coma. Me too. I really liked him. Yeah. I think I think uh, if you stayed that long under him, then he liked you too. So he came there, and then the year after, Brittig was there. Right. Um, Brittig. And this is where the fun begins. So should, should we talk about it? Do you want to talk about it? Do you got anything to get off your chest right now? Like you could say whatever you want. It's a podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Brittig's not listening to this. Who knows what he's doing, but I don't think he'll find me in my shed. <laughs> <laughs> Hazy sunset. That, that was unbelievable, man. That, that was, uh, he's the that... most, he was, he was off his rocker that there, there, he had some screws loose. You'd say. Yeah. I, I'm I'm like uh, yeah I was I was visiting Flo this weekend. And, How's he uh, doing? Yeah, he's this has Florian like, Young, folks. Number yeah. Dreitzen, thirteen number Dreitzen, for the Beatingheim Steelers. Uh, he's good. He's actually pretty good. And um, yeah, we we're talking about it. And uh, I was I was just just like we had the same conversation almost. And uh, he said um, that uh, yeah, like uh, the fun of hockey. You know, you, you, when, you, when you grow up, you, you like the game, you love the game because it's a hockey game. And, like, that guy, like, stole, finally did stole it. it. <laughs> he, he just stole it. Like, I was done with hockey, and I, I don't miss anything about it because I'm, you know what I mean? I lost the, the fun, the love of the game by, with that coach. Um, it, it was weird for me because I, I had the best hockey season I ever had that year. Yeah. Um, but like that guy pushed me like nobody in the world. Um, he made me do some things that were pretty weird, like the 90 minutes in the sauna a day, or remember that for like four months, I did the 90 minutes in the sauna a day, riding a bike. Sorry, riding a bike. I forgot the riding the bike part. You forget about riding the bike. So I never, and he, he never made me doing that because like. Like I said, I, I, uh, yeah, he, he, like, I'm running the 400 meters by the time he said he wants, he wants me to run that. But, um, yeah, he, he had some, some, some crazy, you know, don't understand me wrong. It's always like, for me, it's like, if you, if you, if you try to be competitive and try to get everything out of your, of your guys, that's one thing. I like it. But the way he did it, like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, I, I remember, I remember one time the second year, um, I went to his room and told him like, Hey man, there's like, uh, you know, you have, you have 20 individuals here and probably out of the 20, you need like five or six. You can talk the way you do. And there are probably five other ones. You, you need to do some other things with them. And he, the only thing he told me was like, blah, if, if you don't like it, then go home, blah, 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 go and be a baby about it. And I was like, yeah, okay, fuck you. Because I, I, I was listening to the podcast with uh, Schmidty. Yeah. And uh, that was one of my favorite stories when Schmidty said, or I was there too in that conversation when he came up to the room and, uh, 
uh, told told uh, everybody about the the flies, the eyes of the flies, and uh, he he was bringing me up to his room, and I remember he bring me up to his room and showed me some videos, and then finally he said, hey, uh, "Do you know what like flies?" And uh, I was like, "Flies, yeah." And he said, he told me he, he they the flies they see everything in slow motion. So he he was like, "Wouldn't it be great if there would be a surgery like?" Uh, for for us like hockey players that everybody can see everything in slow motion i was like yeah like he was he was just in just a, you're hitting the table again i know you're getting worked up but you're hitting the table again I, i'm sitting here on my desk man i know i'm just saying like there's some things i remember that you just jump around, that, you just that, jump around. That, well there's some things i remember that from him like um we're in the finals Silerama, Max Siler gets hurt. He has both shoulders, right? Both shoulders. He gets blown up so hard, or whatever happens, that both shoulders are like popped out of socket, dislocated, needs surgery on both shoulders. And he says that because he was what's um because he had practiced in the game before and we had won, he had to practice. And he taped him up like a UPS package. Do you remember that? He couldn't use either arms. If he started falling, he was going to fall on his face. I remember it, yeah. He had no I arms. Remember, I remember it. Or like in the second year in the playoffs when Hammer broke his uh, whatever, Phoebe, or how do you say that? Like the, the, Phibia? the Tibia? Yeah, Phibia. Tibia or Phibia or anything like that. He broke it, right? In the first playoff game, Dougie, Dougie uh, had a slap shot and he was standing in front of the net, hit him on the, on the, under the shin pad and he broke his bone. And um, he told him to, to still play. And remember when we played Lansu there and he had some, some shots before the game on the broken bone and how hammered, like, oh my God. And then he finally broke it through right away. Whatever, warm up or well, first period okay. after two seconds. Now I got to say something because it came up just now is that coach, um, when I partially tore my PCL, um, the first preseason game of the season, we got six, four to six weeks till the season's going to start. I partially tear my PCL. The team has me go to three different doctors. They have me go to uh, one that says I need, I need to be out like six to eight months. I have one that says three to four months. And then they find a doctor that's from his hometown or wherever that says I'm only out four to six weeks. And then sure enough on the fourth week, like as soon as it struck midnight, it's our first regular season game. Like it's a regular season game. Like it's a regular, the first one, it's just a regular season game. You don't win anything that night. And he says, when we're doing a pregame skate, I got my knee brace on. My knee is wobbly. It doesn't feel right. And we're stretching as a team. And he says, doing to pump people up. And then he says, and we're going to have Wally back tonight unless he's a pussy. <laughs> and I played. And I played for four games, completely tore my PCL, and was out <laughs> for an entire season. So thanks, buddy. I'm still great. I, I miss you. You know, great guy. Oh my God. So now you got me fired up. Now I'm going to be hitting the desk too. 
<laughs> that was oh my changed God. my what life was... man that guy changed my life with that yeah. but you called yeah. me a pussy i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm on this on this year like seriously like we won a championship i think like uh yeah it's always good to have somebody who, or like who, someone who keeps the team together but the way he did boy oh boy i think think if, about if... how good that team could have been without him yeah or especially like i i think the only reason why we stick together that much because we we're, we're we, like the team was so good, you know, like good individuals. They, they don't care about anything like that, but it could have, it could have gone the totally different way. Oh, it was, we did have great people on that team. Absolutely great yeah. people. And everybody was, knew the situation and yeah. um, basically yeah. nobody would talk when he was around. If he came in the yeah. room, nobody would talk. Everybody would just yeah. sit there. And then he'd leave and then everybody'd try and talk again. Yeah. It was yeah. the weirdest year. When you look back on it, that like I re-signed to go back to play for, for him for that second year. It was because I wanted to play with Justin. Like I wanted to play with Justin. That's why I re-signed. And I was like, I want to play with him. But it's strange, man. He was a strange individual, wasn't he? I think I think he, he even gets stranger the, the year later. Remember when we were when we were in the in the um Kult? Remember that when we worked out in the summertime all the time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When, we, we, when we'd when run we, in the sand. When, yeah, in the sand, or when we hitting uh, the the those those big uh, truck wheels with a with a oh with a, the sledgehammer. Oh my god! Or the the fifty kilo sandbags <laughs> we have to carry around. Remember that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I do remember all of it. I remember all of it. Unbelievable. That guy, like, yeah, like I said before, I think you can you can break it down to one point you you lose the, the the love of the game with this with this guy i i know so let's 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 turn it over to something more positive okay i oh, do yeah, have a good. memory that you will remember i think i'm you gotta remember this it's the year we win the championship it's my first year in beatingheim i really don't even know that many people but i have a hot start i'm like two points a game um 20 games into the season i got like a lot i'm doing well and it's the town parade and we oh had my, all yeah. we had all gone out right do you remember that <laughs> i remember it we end up at the train station not that no not that i'm talking nope. about when we're waiting at the parade and there's like the minor hockey float in oh, front okay. of us you know okay. that one okay i remember it yeah when we were standing there and we had to wait for like an hour yeah like one and a half hours we have to wait there oh my god and we were all hung over and not feeling well and then there's the square dancers remember that oh no what was that so there were square dancers the old guy's got like a karaoke thing and he's singing the country songs and we're all still kind of feeling it from the night before and i'm singing the songs and i think it was sarikov says well why don't you sing a song and I, he, I'm like, well, if they got George Strait, Clear Blue Sky on, I'll, I'll go, I'll sing. Because I thought there's no way in hell they got that song. Well, he goes, checks the iPod, and they got it. Do you remember it now? I know, I remember it. And you're standing there and singing a song. Oh, my God. In yeah, that was, that, was, that, was, that was so funny, yeah. The parade in Beatingham is huge, man. That, that was, by the time, it was huge. Now with Corona, it's different. But, um, yeah, that was, that was so much fun there. I bet you I had 3,000 people listen to me sing George Strait, Clear Blue Sky when I'm hungover on a Sunday morning. <laughs> we, we, we had 
every year almost at the, the, the BDCAM party, their BDCAM uh, fair the market, right? Fair to market. That's why they had the parade. It's the Fedder market. That's the best Federal time market. of year in BDCAM, yeah, eh? That's the best time of the year. And it's like, yeah, it's like whatever, in August or something like that, start of September. Before the and hockey the season really best, gets going. Exactly. Yeah, they introduce the team all the time in the, in the beer tents, right? Yeah, and then the night gets away from you. Yeah. That's that. That was unbelievable. Yeah. That, no, yeah. you're right. The Fetter Market in Beatingheim, folks, if you don't know, is like a little Oktoberfest yeah. in a small town where you got all the rides for kids. You got a beer tent. You got all the things Oktoberfest would have, just in a smaller scale. And that's like before the season starts. So there's always a night where the whole team goes, right? Yeah, that's that. that that's one of the of the better things in Beatingheim in the year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's that's, best. That, that was what I was always that, excited about. That was that was like BDCAM Federmarkt. It's always a big, big thing in your schedule. Uh, you have to have to go there. Okay, so yeah, never mind. I'm not going to bring that up. But yeah, the Feder market was awesome. So basically, after the two years, then with Brittig, you must have been on a two-year deal. If the first year he hardly played you and we win the championship, and then you came back for more, eh? Yeah, but um, I had um, before the championship year. I remember it. Um, you had a great was, year, and when I when you played against us in Landsuit in the first yeah. round, you had a great year. So you would have signed yeah. two years, right? And then you uh, said I, you said something in the elevator, and then all of a sudden you never played again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like I, I had a great year, and they signed me back for two years. And um, uh, yeah, that, then the elevator story happened, and um, yeah, I had I had like a rough year uh we won a championship and the next year i was i was playing like I, I was playing good good hockey, ice time but um at the end of the year of the second year i was like uh saying to myself i told you before um just like painkillers all the time and um yeah at the start of the injury i had to take painkillers for games and um at the at the second year uh, we're talking about like i had to take painkillers for uh yeah getting for a, for a walk almost, um, or for a run or workout in gym. Um, so I, I told myself, this is, this is not the way it's supposed to be. And so um, how is it now with that? Yeah. Now, like, you know, you know how it is, like your arm, it doesn't, it doesn't bother you. If you, if you go for a run or if you walk or something like that, you learn how to, how to not use your arm on certain, uh, like stuff ways, yeah. or certain, certain ways. And it's, pretty good it's it's okay now i i with my with my knee when i was done i went through a couple years where i was like like i can't get down there i can't go do this i can't go do that and then it was like well it's totally screwed either way and i was like they say i need a knee replacement but they won't give me one so then i just decided i was like screw it like i'm just gonna live and when she goes she goes right yeah yeah, exactly. But with my arm, like I told you, like knee is different. You had to walk every day on your feet, but the arms, like you, you learn how to deal with it. Um, sometimes I feel it, but um, yeah, I try, I try to not to not use that arm that much. Well, so I understand totally, and uh, yeah, it, it it makes sense why you get out when you do. But so the other things I got then is that like you have to get out at a young age, but having your jersey retired for the rest of your life and nobody in Beatingheim ever wearing 44 again, like yeah. 
that's quite the accomplishment, man. So congratulations. And that, that had to have been one of the best days of your life. No. Uh, the, the Jersey retirement. Yeah. Yeah. There was that, uh, uh, that, that was a big, big day uh, for myself. And um, especially like, like you said, I think in hockey, um, that Jersey retirement, I think it's the, it's actually, it's one of the only ways where uh, teams or where, uh, yeah, you have your, 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 your place forever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, everybody or like, you you be remembered for 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 all time if you hang up there and this is like pretty huge like oh by the the day um you you they they did it you're not um you're not thinking about that maybe you're not thinking about it you you don't realize it but um every time i go there and you know it's like 10 years ago like still like people knows you or know you because your jersey hangs up there or like the people always say if if you don't like if I'm if in Bidikheim or I see somebody and they say okay whatever this is the jersey up there the guy with the jersey up there and that's that's pretty funny. I think it's and incredible, it's like, and like for me though, like and, and Lisa, like when we came to Bidikheim, like <clears throat> when I guess like with Hammer and Guypey and Abshi, like when I go to Landsuit it was basically the full year where I wasn't really hanging out with guys that much. Like I wasn't, I wasn't hanging out with the Germans that much. The imports had little kids, so I wasn't hanging out with them that much. But then when I go to Beatingheim and there were guys like you that were willing to like, take me to the gym and show me the sauna, how it works, take me to the fetter market, take me to Stuttgart, show me around, take me around Beatingheim. And like, it wasn't just me. It was Lisa too. Beckham was with us, the dog. Like you made us feel like beating Haim was home, right? Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, and that's why you have your jersey retired when you only play till you're 26, right? Yeah, that's 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 huge too. Like normally, normally the best years are yet to come. When you're At 26, 26. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is normally or like normally the time where you break through or it goes it goes uh, to a certain or to a different level. But um, yeah, that's 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 unbelievable. Like uh, that that I accomplished that with like uh, 26 years old. That's that was huge. Wow! And sure. I'm actually not missing it. Like I'm 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 pretty happy that I don't have to do that. Uh, to do that stuff. Probably it would be it would be different if there's some other coaches or whatever. You get back the the, the love of the game or the fun of the hockey again. But go, um, yeah, you'd have to go. In to my mind, in my mind, you know, I quit uh, with the idea how it was the time I, I, I quit. Yeah. So I'm good with it. And, and I understand that because like, honestly, when I was playing in Beatingheim, I, I want, I, I liked the town. I liked the guys. I liked, I loved playing with Justin best centerman I ever played with. And yeah. I was like, this guy is going to take me places and I want to be yeah. with them and we can help each other. And yeah. Um, but that coach man was so difficult and like, if you did anything that he didn't want you to do, like you could be done. You, he could just be done with you for the year. Like not even talk to you, nothing. You're just done. Yeah. And that's not, that's not hockey. That's not the way it should be. That's not, you, you got to be able to make a mistake and 
and prove yourself like I'm not doing that again, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's my opinion too. And um, yeah, the way he did it, I'm I'm I was not I was not uh, not agreeing with that. You know, well, like, and, and like it's for me it was that coach liked me, and then Danny Held liked me, and um, but then you bring in that that new guy. Um, that was naked in the sauna and um, he knew he wanted to bring in his own imports. He, he doesn't want Briggs imports or Danny Held's imports. He wants to bring in his own guys. And he, 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 he made it happen. He knew that there were sponsors that liked me, that the, the, the president liked me, that everybody liked me in town, but he made it happen in the four months he turned them on me and i never heard from beatingheim again about anything and you know what they really liked me for a while around there yeah, yeah, yeah. this is this is how like but this is the business you know like it's bad bad about the business but that's that's uh yeah you 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 you, you sometimes you're lucky that you meet some some good people they like you and um once there are people they they don't like you whatever reason it is you're, you're, you're not know. for everyone it's like my song no. that i play no. before it's like i i'm not for everyone and yeah. i guess you weren't with the coach that sent you to the army in bremerhof yeah. and then yeah. i i wasn't the one that sends me to the biggest rivals 30 minutes down the road yeah. and nobody cares this is, yeah and, this is, this, that's that's a bad thing yeah you, you you never should do that but um yeah this is this is the way it works in germany i think well, it's it's just the business of hockey and like things are good until they're not good and then yeah. you know you bring in new coaches and they got their own thing you can promise guys as much as you want but it's a, like the last guy said david sims it's like the final decision comes down to the coach and he has to put his team together so you can hold him accountable when they lose like exactly. if they if they make godet keep me and then we lose he's gonna blame it on me so yeah. So you, you got to let me go. And, and it's just tough because I went through a couple of years there that I didn't need to, to be loyal yeah. to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the, like the, the coach is a responsible guy, you know, like they, they, they kick his ass uh, if it doesn't, if it doesn't work out. But um, I, I think it's always tough if you find a place, especially in the hockey business where like, it's not soccer, you know, you don't sign contracts for like five, six, seven years um you sign normally you sign for one year or two years and then um if you sign back this is like happened to you probably once in your career um, um but if you find a place like for you Bietigheim or for me where i stay like i played 10 years pro and played like eight years in Bietigheim, um it's like always always tough if uh, you lose that um yeah that feeling which uh, which you think it's home you know you yeah. you, you like it there so much and, uh, and then all of a yeah. sudden you're not as welcome as it was. Yeah, you're you're disappointed because uh, by like one finger click or one change, you're out. Yeah, and like, and like if yeah, for me, I I didn't know if I was gonna bring this up or not, but like, it's funny because like you talk about politics and you talk about it in like kids games, and then you talk about it in junior or NCAA or pro, and you're like, well you really want it to be at the end of the day that the best guys get in the ice time, the best guy that deserves it's playing more. And like realistically in beating um, when you were not playing, <laughs> the president of the team's son was playing like top four minutes and was like 18, 19 years old. And 
you know, he had a partner that really could help him, but like we, you'd say that there were some politics and I know you're too nice of a guy. You're not going to ever bitch about it. You don't say anything about it, but like, if that would have been me in those shoes and the president's son is playing top four minutes as a D man. And I'm playing six, seventh D when I was a top pair the year before. And then we get a new president. And now all of a sudden the son is top four. Uh, uh, that's not the way hockey should be ran, no, but we won not. a championship and yeah. I guess everybody was happy. Right. Exactly. This is, this is how it works. If you're successful and no one cares about it. Um, uh, I remember I had some conversation with him uh, when he kicked me out there. I was talking to him and uh, yeah, he never gave me a right answer. You know what I mean? Not, not an answer because this is the same. There is no, there is no, no there is no, no reason to it. There, it's, it's, it was what it yeah. was. So, so, so I remember one time he, he told me um, like uh, as a D man, if the puck gets dumped in your corner, because like you, you, you said it before, um, if there is one thing, I was not a good hockey player. But if there is one thing I could do, then it was skating. Oh, so yeah, I I I, I, I played against you for a full seven game series with Lance, yeah. and and you were the lefty, I was the right winger, man. You could play hockey, and when I got to Beatingheim, and I'm like, well, that guy's going to be on your top four, and then the way they treated you when that's your yeah. hometown, and yeah. somebody should have your back at that point because. You were way sure. too good to be treated the way you were, yeah. but that's how it went. And then, you know what? You were the first guy to celebrate the trophy. You never bitched. You, you, you just, you were a pro, you were a good teammate. You, and like you said, that season could have gone different ways. And it was because guys like you and Florian Young that got totally hosed that year that were better players than what they were given. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys didn't bitch and you guys were better people and you guys just went to work and went to practice and went to the games. And that's why we won. You guys could have changed that year based on how you were treated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We could, we could, we could have bitch all the time or like turn it around or like easily. And this is, I think a lot of teams it happens to them, you know, because there's some, some, some disappointed uh, persons in the room. And that's what happened to us at the end of beating high. We had little pouty little kids that complained about ice time and points and power play time and all this bitchy shit. And I was, I was like, for for myself, I remember he told me like at the start of the year when he benched me, like I was like asking him what's the problem. And he said, the only thing he wants me to do is like go in the corner and rim the puck as hard as I can. Doesn't don't even look if there is an open. And that was never my play. You know what I mean? That never my game. Like I, if there is no other option, no problem. But I think I was able to turn my head around and see if there is somebody coming or if I got a little bit of time. And he just wants me to rim the puck as, as hard as I can. And that was exactly what uh, what uh, what the, the the president's son did, right? Yeah. No, so, it was it was the way we played hockey was like. He had a, a, a video game controller and we all did whatever he told us. Um, yeah. You had to do it or you did not play. Like, uh, But the only people that were allowed to do other stuff was Justin and I, really. Like nobody yeah. else was allowed to do anything. No, no nothing. <laughs> like nothing off the charts. Like no way. It was just, just a robot, man. 
and um yeah like you said if there are a couple more guys or like different characters on our team um it could could go totally a different different way and we we didn't have that celebration at the end of the year he probably get fired by whatever when in the end of the day it would be better probably yeah but um yeah that was that was like yeah it was a strange some, couple some of years, strange, right? Strange, yeah. strange. And then it, for me, it was that that's why it was not not very hard for me to just say, okay, I'm quit. I'm done. Right. And like for yeah. me, I stayed because I wanted to play with Justin. I thought we were going to the first league. And I'm like, I could be like first, second line in the DL on this team because yeah. the coach likes me. I'm playing with Justin. You know what? If I got to run a thousand four hundred meters i'll do that to play in the dl so i signed the deal then the next year we don't go up i hurt my knee and i miss a whole season and then it's like well who else is going to sign a guy that just missed a whole season in europe um the only team is the team i had been with and they did sign me and britig signed me again which was nice of them for the third year but then from the start of the season man it was it was nuts man it was we weren't good. The budget was down. We weren't going to be good. And that guy couldn't handle losing. And he, like the things he was having us do, he was telling us to shoot it from the red line. He said there was always a threat to shoot it from the red line. So we started taking clap bombs from the red line. If I didn't take a slap shot from the red line. Yeah. Slog shoes from the road to Liga. Oh, lick me a mosh. Yeah, that guy's a mess. Um, oh well, anything positive to say after talking about that ding dong? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you did. You, you did. Must have found a little bit of uh, the passion for hockey again because you did play um, in the fourth league about three to four years later, eh? So you decided to uh, go out for a skate again in Bietigheim. Yeah, it was it was actually a pretty uh, funny thing and. Uh... Um, I was, I was, because like one of my old buddies I played with when I was uh, 16, 17 years old, um, he was coaching the juniors in BDKM and um, they, they, uh, they find him a second team or like the, the second team in Beatingham, not the pros, the, the team underneath uh, where like all the kids go or the, the under 18, under 20 players go, which didn't make the pros, they play in that team. And uh, we played in the fourth league and he asked me to play with him or to, to practice with him just, just to practice. And you know how it goes. You practice a couple of times and then they ask you to play a game and it, like finally you're in the team, you know what I mean? And play like a lot. And um, yeah, I was, I was uh, not in Ravensburg by that time. I was in Beatingham, had a lot of time. So I played a couple of games with them. Yeah. That was pretty funny though, because yeah, you know, but funny but but you uh, tried to bring the the love for hockey back did it work yeah it it works yeah because it's you know but not in, really because you're not playing a, like a real game where you're like giving her and like it's the full thing right no like but but it was it was actually if you play the playoffs we played against hybron in the playoffs and you know a couple of players there in those teams and there's a lot of lot of bad blood in those games but um in those leagues, you know, you, you have to, you, the, the first priority is not to win the game. It's just to, to, to get off the ice after the game um, in the same shape or in the same you went on. Yeah. condition as you went on. So, because like, you know. You just don't want to get hurt. 
they it could, sucks they, being hurt in life. Yeah, they could, they could, they can play, but actually, um, and especially if, if, if you know how it is, if you play on a team and uh, other people know that you play pro, they want to show you how oh. good they are. Yeah, and, and they um, want to stop you. They want to go home yeah. and tell their wife that they stopped exactly. their robo on a one-on-one. Yeah, exactly. so, so this is this is this is not uh, that was not very smart, but uh, thank God I, I came out of that with a no, no, no hard thing or no okay. hard injury. But well, that was that was that was kind of kind of giving me back that you know, I love hockey too much, but it was just fun to play there. No, and I understand how you got out of the game the way you did. How much. <laughs> How hard but those sorry, last sorry, years? When I, when I when I break through, like I think, I think the, the 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 most reason for me to start playing was not on the ice; it was off the ice to hang out with the boys again. You know, this is this is one of the things <laughs> I, I still miss, um, just to hang out with the boys after games or after practice. Like in in two years, the last two years beating him when I played like predict time, we don't like. Be honest, we don't have that. Uh, we it could have been could have been way better. Oh, we could have had the best team ever and stuff like that. We never had that. We had Cabina Fest a couple of times. I remember it. Uh, we had uh, drinking cola and spezi <sighs> or whatever, and uh, some water and eat like chicken fried chicken. And um, I remember Cabina Fest the years before. That was that. That was like for me. It's like you know sticking it's together. What it is, and what makes a team a team, and that's I thought what made Europe Europe was that you had yeah. Cabina Fest. Yeah. And folks who haven't listened to the Hammer episode, a Cabina Fest is uh, basically the team gets together. Two guys would plan a meal, and you rotate through like once a week or once every two weeks, and everybody will do a Cabina Fest a year. And you plan a meal for the whole team, but then it's, it's drinking. It's like you practice on a Tuesday, you have the hardest practice of the week, and then you have fun for the rest of the day. Right. And yeah. you become a team and you all go out as a team, you eat in the locker room, you drink beers, and then you hit the town. Right. Yeah, exactly. That That's how it's supposed to be. And I remember like the, the, the two years with Riddick, we never had that. Never. But we had such good players that you could make it happen without being a team, right? Like, but yeah. but we had such good people that yeah, it didn't did. matter. We didn't do that yeah. because everybody no. knew the situation we were in. Yeah. Remember, we had Monday fun days at the start I, of, the, of the championship year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. After, after like whatever, two, two, three two times. Uh, we did it uh, like at least four or five times. And I do remember when it stopped, but it was so much fun and it brought the team together. It brought everybody together that we were getting yeah. together for Monday, fun day. We'd start at noon. We'd go out for lunch, have a couple, walk around Stuttgart, yeah. go for dinner, have a few drinks. And then all of a sudden you're a team, like you're a yeah. team, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and, yeah, I know. Um, I remember, I remember winning a championship and remember it. When we're in Munich winning the championship and we came to the bus and he 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 was like uh, he was like mad about that we had like two cases of beer in the bus <laughs> after winning the championship. And the only reason was because he was worried about himself drinking. Exactly. And instead, we're not allowed to be ourselves and have fun, and we just win a championship. And I yeah, it was quite the time. But okay, one thing while I got you on here before it's over. The Hellbron beating Heim, because it came up, that rivalry and what those fans are like, because 
Canadian fans and North American fans won't get it. Can you explain what like a Beatingheim Hellbron game is like? A Beatingheim Hellbron game is like, yeah, it's like because um, I played for both teams and they're thirty minutes yeah. away, right? Yeah, it's like thirty minutes, thirty minutes away, and it's like a big rivalry, and um, yeah, every everybody is like, uh, especially if you're from one of those one of those towns, even if you're a player or a fan. Uh, you're waiting for this for like whatever if you see in the schedule it's like whatever three weeks away um, you're looking forward to that games and uh, even fans do and um, yeah it's big 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 thing like you you better not lose to the other team um, even if you like I explained whatever have 10 loses in a row or 10 losses in a row before that game and you win that game whatever 4-3 after in overtime the world is good you know what I mean you, the, fan, you the fans be- are fine with you 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 won that game you have, you have to you have to win and there's so many emotions in that game um like from the fans and even on the ice especially if you have a couple of players which grow up in one of those two systems and um yeah it's like it's like there's an unwritten rule you never lose to Hebron as a beatingham player or uh you never lose to beatingham if you're a Hebron player but this is this is huge it's like nice. in soccer whatever if you play for real madrid and never lose to barcelona you're right, though, and it is exactly the same, just a smaller scale, because I remember coming back to, like, the Beatingheim Arena when we'd win, and they would be lighting off fireworks, like, and I'm like, this is a regular season game against, like, and they're lighting off fireworks, and the they fans go, are just going go Looney Tunes, right? They go, they go crazy, especially, like, Europe, Europe where, like, in, in Germany, hockey fans are different than Canada, you know? Totally different. You know that? They, like, have those drums and sing in all the games and, like, go crazy all games. But those games against those rivalries, they're, like, it's, a, it's another level. You know what I mean? It's like totally different level. You got the SWAT police level. in the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Like the normal level, which is, which is way crazier than it is back in Canada. And then you have those, those games against those rivalries. And this is like another on top, another, another level on top. So this is, this is crazy stuff. Well, when they this start is- doing the smoke bombs and like smokes yeah. coming out and like, you got like flares happening and there's yeah. fireworks going off and like yeah. the game's about to start. And then yeah. you'll play games where like they're throwing full pints on the ice and yeah. they're smashing on the ice and you're like, yeah, yeah. okay. I, rem- I remember, I remember as a, like when I started playing with the pros, they had in Hybron, they had the old barn and um, for the opposite or opponent team, you got to walk through the, through the um, fans of the other team to the ice. So every time we walked there, we had like whatever police guards and security guards uh, to cover us because they were spitting on us. Like they were, they were throwing shit on us. They, they, it was crazy, man. It was crazy. Not- but that, that, this is how it's like, you know, it's fun. You know, you score a goal in Hebron and like whatever cheering and they, they go nuts. It was, it was just crazy. No, I, I, man, it brings back so many memories because it's been yeah. so long. Like um, that's, the, that's 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 the highlights of the of the of the of the of the year. You know, if you play if you play those rivalry games, that and winning in Munich, and then like and and doing what we did the next couple days. Like you were the ones that pick. You were the one that picked us up downtown before the parade. I, I right? was, yeah, I was. I, I, I had uh, I, I had uh, uh, after the game. I went home. I remember and uh, picked you guys up in the in the in the, uh, downtown. And I was just remember like open up. The, but open you up. okay? So you're from Beatingheim and you know what's actually happening. You know German. Then there's us Canadians 
that just wake up with our Nokia phones. We got no iPhones. We got no internet. We don't give a shit. We win the game and we just wake up and say, you want to go downtown for beers? And we did. That's all we knew. We didn't know there was a parade. You didn't know? No, we had no clue. We didn't know why all the people started showing up downtown. Yeah. Because you cut your jeans, man. <laughs> that was a, <laughs> that was one of the worst looks I've ever had, man. That you was, think that so? was I thought it looked really good with this shirt yeah. on right here, the Deutsche Meister, buddy. Oh, Deutsche I still Meister. got it, buddy. That's been through that. a lot over the years. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember Beckham was on the parade, too. Beckham did come on the float with me. That's my dog, folks. My dog was yeah. on the float, and I remember the, the coach. The coach, I got on the same float with him, and you know how he couldn't drink and doesn't drink, and he came near me, and I said, Coach, I'm drunk today. Just give me my space, please. <laughs> <laughs> we just won the championship. You told me we couldn't have beers all year, like – just back off, Matt. <laughs> Just back off. Go away. Yeah. That was a funny day. But, uh, you know, because I think no one, no one of us uh, expected something like that, um, those par- uh, this, this parade. And I think it was way bigger than everybody way would bigger. dream of, you know? Like, I probably, they, they said, okay, you had a parade. Or I knew we had a parade, but... Um, we thought probably you stand there, some some balcony and whatever, 15, 15 fans were there, but it was packed, man. Whole city was full of people. It was and it was insane. Yeah. And I we couldn't figure out all of a sudden you show up and you're like, what are you doing? We got a parade. And then we all pack in the car and we get to the arena. We get on the float, and then all of a sudden the whole town, like from the arena to downtown, and then there's fireworks Everybody was going on. Yeah, it would. There was there had there was thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And we didn't even know any of this was even happening. And I was in my cutoff jeans with this shirt on my Deutsche Meister shirt. Deutsche Meister shirt. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. It was, man. But like like I said, like if it wasn't for you and Flo, Florian Young and like Dan Hallman and a bunch of guys that probably even Herbie Geisberger, like yeah. they, there was a bunch of guys and there was so much money to go around for that team that like he could do that to guys and they just don't play the rest of the year and we're still going to be successful. Yeah. And it was because we had that many good players on a team yeah. and it, it, it yeah. was, but f- for you guys to be the guys you were from Herbie to Dan, to you, to Flo, all of you, are the reason we won that year, right? Like if any, or even Dotsler, that guy was a sixth, seventh D man and he plays yeah. the DL for the next 20 years, yeah. right? And like, yeah. and you're telling me he wasn't good enough to play in the second league that year? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, that, that was that was like kind of, especially like I said, I told you before, he, he was kicking me out as a D man and finally like in the playoffs, he needs me then as a forward then. And I was getting my, my, my ice time in the playoffs, but um, yeah. Like I said, if if there are different characters on our team, we don't. We, we 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 yeah we we get out or we 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 would have been falling out in the first round on playoffs for sure because everybody's sick and tired of that you know everybody says whatever okay we go home and um yeah you guys say hey go back to Canada we have a longer summer and we didn't have to listen to that anymore so <laughs> yeah no I understand but like man. It's been great to see you again. Like I miss yeah. you. And I, uh, I, I, 
I love it too. Always. I remember we talking about when was it? Maybe probably one and a half years ago. Well, we did have ago? a FaceTime like at the start of COVID, right? We had a long FaceTime and we were like, geez, we haven't seen each other in so long. And yeah. then when I started this, I'm like, well, you got to be one of the first guys on. And then with the time change and like kids yeah. and Finally, everything. We're, we're at 53 now. Yeah. Well, sorry, buddy. Um, that's okay. It just, that's, that's okay. It's there's okay. a lot of German guys I would love to have on. And like the thing Not is, is if I, if I had the time and if I, yeah. if, if I could, I just, I don't like, because during the day I got to work. And then on the weekends I got, it's family time. And it's like, well, when do I do this? It's like, yeah. so yeah, no, I, I, I got a week off here coming up. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to try and get a couple in while I'm at the cottage with some built-in babysitters with my parents, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm sure everybody will be happy on my holidays. I'm trying to podcast. <laughs> for sure, for sure. For sure. <laughs> no, but thanks for having me on this. Hey, buddy. Um, no, seriously, you meant a lot to me in my life and that, like, uh-huh. you you made us welcome in Beatingheim. You made it feel like home. You helped us with everything we needed, like, from from our first year to when you weren't even on the team, like you were just a good person. And like, I miss you. And I wish I got to see you more, but like, I guess you're in a different part of the world. Exactly. But uh, thanks for having me. And um, thanks for, for, for this uh, yeah podcast, man. Yeah, man. I, I, I just, I, yeah, I hope uh, your family enjoys it. And uh they like listening to the whole story and how it all went down because that's why I do it, right? Perfect, man. Okay. And this has so, been another episode of Zwei Ales und Zwei Tales mit Dirk und Waldi. Sehr gut, sehr gut. Sehr gut, gute Nacht. <laughs> Some people clap on a one and three. Some people clap on a two and four. Some people don't join at all because they got no rhythm. And that's all right. Some people, they drink too much. Some people don't drink enough. Some people are just like me. I hope y'all forgive them. I'm like Scott from San Diego fans. I'm like Pete's South Towns and Zan. I'm always speaking my mind.